0: Hello everybody, my name is Destiny and you're listening to Justice Connect. Welcome to the sixth episode of Destin Connect. Today I'm going to be talking about social entrepreneurship, youth entrepreneurship, just entrepreneurship in general. We're going to be talking about small businesses and black businesses and I said since it's the sixth episode why not spice up this episode and bring on a special guest. I feel like this guest will have a very broad perspective and be able to give a lot of insights to this topic. So would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, uh, my name is Elob. And I am the CEO of Alleged Collections, which is a clothing brand that also does customizations from hoodies to phone cases to even water bottles. Um, yeah, that's basically my brand.
0: She has a lovely brand, guys. Go check out the website. It's AllegeCollections.com. Honestly, it's really amazing. There's some unique, lovely pieces. So I definitely urge you and encourage you to go and check out that website. So, join me and Elorm while we work on connecting dots on entrepreneurship. So, the reason why I decided to talk about entrepreneurship is because I feel like there has been an increase in youth entrepreneurship. I think it's become very popular within, like, last year or no, actually between, like, 2018. Would you say that, Elorm?
1: Uh, Yeah, I definitely agree. 2018 was the start.
0: I think the main reason is why youth unemployment is one of today's big global challenges. The World Bank estimates we need 600 million new jobs in the next 10 years just to keep global employment rates constant. And when I was reading this article, this article is actually out at 2015 and it was by Claudia Pumper. And to me, I just think it's, you know, it's the main reason why I would say youth entrepreneurship has actually become quite big and it's increased mm-hmm. in general. And I think it's actually yeah. really a good thing. Youth entrepreneurship offers innovative solutions for economic growth among young people. You know, youth entre- entrepreneurships can create employment opportunities for youth as well as other young people as they're employing them. So I think it's an amazing solution to what's going on with youth unemployment. So you guys know the drill already. I'm going to do the question of the week. So I asked the question of the week on the Justice Connect Instagram story. And also my personal story and also Elorm did on her story too and the question was where do you think there's a gap in the markets and quite a lot of answers that were similar but you guys know i obviously can't say every single answer so i'm just going to say a few that came up and the first one was affordable ethical clothing i definitely agree with that i think when me I tried this summer you know because I started college and I was like me and my friends we went into town when I say town I mean like around Piccadilly in Manchester and we were like we want to try and pick out some cool unique pieces that are quite in from ethical shops that sell ethical clothing and when I went in the prices were just like very high and I was just like you know what it's fast fashion for me although it is very controversial it's very hard but People can't afford it, and that's the honest truth. What do you think, Alon?
1: When you say ethical clothing, you wouldn't think of it being affordable. The minute someone's like, okay, I have a clothing from an ordinary store and an affordable clothing, you just think, yeah, ordinary store, because it's usually too expensive because it's not yet a norm. So I think we definitely need to help that section grow and definitely become something That everyone can afford to get
0: yeah I think it's a certain type of person that can afford these ethical clothing but I think you know there's no climate there's no planet b and in helping the environment and with what's going on with fast fashion what we're learning to what we're finding out about this I think we definitely need to find a solution quickly but you know with someone who's trying to go for ethical clothing it's not really affordable so i definitely agree with that that answer and that was a very common answer that came up on my story and also on the disconnect story and also on lom story so i think a lot of people definitely agree with that the second thing was like extreme targeting and it was like with personal personalization and i agree with that i feel like for me I know myself when I see like a pen or just a bag of journal where it's like personalized you can put your name on it or something it's really unique even with phone covers too I definitely agree with that
1: yeah but- um I feel like it's becoming a trend to be unique and be different and I think I would okay I think I said the wrong wording of it being a trend I think every day you should do you and More personalized stuff should come out than just the same thing over and over and over again. Because I know personally, if I wore a shirt that I bought and I went into a room and there were three different people wearing it, I'll be like, I would rather have something either designed for me or just out of the box.
0: Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Like, where you went into somewhere and it was like you had the same piece of clothing as somebody else?
1: Um, actually, no, luckily. But um, since I started like going out more, um, you know, the whole like misguided, all these fast fashion yeah. places. Um, I've seen like three people meet eye to eye wearing the same shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I think for me, it's like in college, I definitely see like the typical, there's this one jumper that's like, I think it's from Boohoo. And it's like grey mm-hmm. and has pink writing. And I I can't count how many times I've seen that jumper about, or even with like yeah. I saw it first graphic T shirt. But
1: like yeah, I think personalization should would be great, and I feel like people would just enjoy it, and they can have fun with any style or design they may like they may have.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think those two things are really important. Those are what we actually really need in this time. Affordable, ethical clothing. So if someone's out there, you know, definitely agreeing with what we're saying, maybe you should start your own company. You never know. And personalization is is key. Everybody wants to be unique. Everybody wants to be different. and be like, oh, you know, I, I can't even remember where I got this piece from. And everybody's loving it. <laughs> That's the truth. Everybody wants that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Alon, what do you think about the sudden increase of youth entrepreneurs?
1: I think it's absolutely amazing and I just find it, I just think all the people who are actually planning it or actually doing it, they are so bold and should be encouraged and should keep going because especially during this whole pandemic, um. I've seen so many businesses start up and I see it and I'm like, oh my days, this looks so professional. And then you kind of search for the backstory and find out it's just like someone who's 16, even just 19. And it's amazing that they're actually finding different ways to make things that they actually enjoy and can share it with others.
0: I honestly think it's amazing because we're not just waiting for the adults to do things you know, we're yeah. realising the power that we have and the things that we can achieve. And I think a common thing is like, when you look at, oh, youth entrepreneurship, people are like, oh, they're just young. They're going to not care about it, you know, in a year. They're not going to keep on going. With it. It's amazing to see like all these businesses, you can tell the top process people put into it, the time they've put in and the way they've planned it and the way they've executed it so professionally. And I think it's amazing. I honestly love our generation, Although people are like, oh, our generation's all about technology and all that. But I think it's amazing, you know, we're very innovative. Yeah. We're doing so many different things. Like, there's so many young children achieving so many things that you wouldn't even think that they could achieve. Yeah, and it's definitely. Just, it's just, it's really amazing. So I'm happy about the increase in <laughs> young entrepreneurs. But though, the problem with the lack of support... Like, I often see with like, you know, what people say about social entrepreneurs, especially with, like, influencers on, influencers like, Instagram or even YouTubers or just bloggers in general. It isn't really deemed as, like, what is labelled as, like, oh, you're really a professional entrepreneur in a way. People almost kind of, like, laugh at it and think it's not really, I don't know how to explain, like, really a business. But I honestly think it is. What do you think yeah. about the support?
1: Um, I feel like influencers... YouTubers, um, bloggers, um, I feel like they're very, very important. And frankly, I would say I was one of those ignorant people who thought, what are you doing? And thought it was like not important. But since I started my business, I learned about like, I did like a mini marketing course. And I was like, what influencers, bloggers, YouTubers, they draw people to you. They form little communities. They do everything for companies. Think, misguided, all the people on their posters, they're all influencers. They get their whole market from using influencers. They literally like rely on them. So I feel like it's definitely one of the biggest industry and it's making its own name.
0: Yeah, and I think the main reason why people have this view is because it's quite unconventional. But I think, you know our world is changing technology is taking over and there's going to be so many different outlets of like how people can make money and i think it's very the social entrepreneurship is really growing social entrepreneurs are actually really growing and they do so many things from editing you know some people use this those platforms that they have to educate people about topics Mm. that we don't even know like for me i feel like in school obviously i am educated but Going on social media, I've learned about so many things that I wouldn't have learned about, in a way, from mm-hmm. influencers. So many different things. So I think when people are saying, you know, oh, these this isn't a real job, it really is a real job, and it makes a lot of impact. And also, you can yeah. really make a living off of social media. And I think that's beautiful. <laughs> so what made you actually start your own clothing line? Um, I'll definitely say
1: it's my drive for fashion. Um, I'm not overly obsessed with it or be like those overly dressed crazy people. Um, <laughs> I'm more casual, um, like kind of laid back. But it's like, I feel like sometimes when I go shopping, I don't find my style. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like these days everything's like um, either too showy or just like too meh and everything I thought what about people what if they feel like me and they don't know their aesthetic um and they just want like just clothes like just normal clothing I just thought yeah let me just see if I can yeah if I can just create something and I started and I feel like my mother as well she Mm -hmm. started her own business as well um before and it's really it kind of encouraged me that I could actually make it work
0: yeah and I think also the problem with the lack of support is that you don't really see many people like these young children doing these actual things so you don't feel like it's actually possible to accomplish these things did you feel that way when you started your um business uh yeah I feel like
1: there needs to be more encouragement. Yeah. For sure. And people just need to keep on going like, yeah, you can do it and I can give you this information, hook you up with this person, that person. But usually when you want to start, you're just in the middle of like a desert, and you don't know where to turn to or where to start, but you yeah. eventually get to it.
0: Even with me with me finding um, beginning the podcast because those of you who don't know, Dessis Connect was originally like a radio show. And even with the podcast, it was quite hard for me because one, the equipment is very expensive. Just in general, mm-hmm. it's I feel like there isn't that much outlets there helping people know how different pathways they can take. You know, when yeah. we go to school, you ask people what do they want to be? It's the things like, oh, you know, I want to go into business. I want to do so, so, and so. These are all guaranteed jobs. So you don't really hear that many people say, oh, I want to be a YouTuber. Oh, I want to be a business lady and own this company. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, I think in just society in general, they don't really tell you about different pathways. Um, I'd say it's more of, okay, you finish primary school, you go high school. From high school, you go college. From college, you go to university. And that's usually... The normal route and just yeah. get into a job for the rest of your life, but um now they're trying to change it up, and I think they just need to keep on pushing it that like okay, now we have apprenticeships, now you can build your own business, now you can join your friend to make a business, anything that you want to do, like the world is open to you.
0: I think a lot of people think you have to stick to wrong routes, oh, I want to be a barrister, so I have to do this it? but you can be a barrister mm. and you can even start a podcast talking about helping people who want to become barristers you can do so many things you don't have to just stick to one because i always say to myself and what my mom always says to me is as cliche as it is the sky is the limit and you only have one life and you have you've been created you've been created so beautifully you have so many talents so don't feel like you have to stick to one thing throughout your whole life You know, you should love what you do, so you should even feel like you're working. So, Elam, what would you say is one of the biggest obstacles you faced with your business?
1: I would say it's definitely the lack of information on how to start a business in general. From being in any form of education, I do not think they give you information on how to do your taxes, finance, how a business even works out. And trust me, I took business as a course and it still didn't really help me as much. Um, I feel like we just need more information out there. I think from the government to people who have actually built successful businesses, they need to just come down and just break out little points because eventually they might need little businesses to actually help them. Um, yeah, I think the biggest obstacle is definitely not having enough information
0: yeah I definitely agree with that financial literacy in school. I don't think we were even ever educated on like financially what to do with like tax and how to get your credit to be good and things like that but i would I definitely agree with that up to school as in just when you want to start, you don't know which route or which path to take. you're quite confused. you don't know what to do. but what I would say is study from the greats and become greater, and what I mean in that is you know research. And then put your research to ac- action. You know, YouTube for me was my best resource. I would just type in my question and the top video, watch and take notes. And then, you know, reading blogs or even going on to Google. Those are really helpful outlets. And hopefully in time, there'll be more resources out there to help people who want to start businesses. But I think that was an yeah. obstacle. It's just really a thing. Put your research into action. Take time to just research fully plan and then go forward and that's the best thing to do really and also like Eloram said with top business people I'm pretty sure they will do like interviews or even on TED talks for me I love watching TED talks and listening to how people who have accomplished great things how they did it and what their story was and what was really a helpful stepping point for them so really yeah. research if you want to start a business. That's what I would say. Every business starts from somewhere. Everybody's confused. But if you research, it's very helpful. So do you have any advice you want to give anybody who wants to become an entrepreneur or start their own business? Um,
1: I would say from my own experience, when you think about, when you start to think about it, trust me, for like three months, you're not going to have full sleep. You're going to be going to bed at 3am and <laughs> you're going to be that lame friend that's always holding a notebook, looking crazy, but it will be worth it because eventually you will figure out what you're doing and then people start to look up to you and think, wow, they figured out what they are doing. What am I going to do? Um, I think it's taking your time. Don't rush it. Like maybe you were thinking of starting your own business and someone else was as well. But you see them have their lunch date, like, two days after they thought about it. No, slow and steady wins the race. You need to think about everything from finance to how you want the business to look in the future to doing, like, um, competitors' assessments and everything. But eventually, you will get there.
0: Yeah. I would say be patient with your journey. Don't compare yourself to other people. You know, everybody has a different path and a different journey. And comparison is honestly the thief of joy. That's what I would say.
1: Considering what you said about um, the thief of joy, I'd say social media can play a big impact on that. Okay, you could go online, end up on small business check or something, and you'd see someone sitting down with like thousands of others around them. And you think, oh, when is that going to be me? love they might have just packaged it <laughs> just to take the picture. you may never know people people pretend and everything so i think it's definitely looking at that and thinking yeah that would be me but i would take my time and get there sometimes people might say oh i just started this business and look at where i am by reality they probably started like 15 years ago and it took them that long and honestly so i think it's definitely patience
0: everybody's journey is really different but what i would say is surround yourself around people who are positive i can't stress this enough your environment and the people you surround yourself around who you hang around reflects who you are although you are different individuals but i think like the analogy i mentioned previously on the previous episode i can't remember which episode i said with the rotten fruits you put a fresh fruit and you put it next to rotten fruits, you leave it for a while, and you come back around. And how does the fresh fruit look is now rotting itself. It's the same way with us and our minds and how we think. And just with self-fulfilling prophecy, surround yourself around positive people and you know have positive thoughts to yourself and your actions will soon align with those beliefs. That is honestly my biggest mm-hmm. advice. You guys will get tired of me saying this, but I'm gonna keep on saying it until everybody listens to me and make sure that they're around positive people and that they don't listen to (laughs) negative people so that's really all we have to say about youth entrepreneurship and just starting a business I hope that was really helpful but when talking about entrepreneurship another thing that really is big to me and I think that is really important to talk about and more people need to talk about and more awareness needs to be raised on this topic is black-owned businesses I feel like there's not that many big black owned businesses that we see. You know, the one the only one that really is big in my mind now that I can remember, maybe there's some that I don't know about, is Fenty Beauty. And that one was start, started by Rihanna. Is there any that you can think of, Elon? Um, no, actually. Yeah, I think there's a there's a lack of big businesses and there needs to be more representation. It's the same way with role models, I'm saying, you know all the big entrepreneurs or big businesses that we see or the corporate businesses that we see are all mostly run by black no sorry I said black no white people there's not really much diversity when you see in the range of big companies and that's why I say that I encourage youth entrepreneurship so much because even when you see with these business owners it's very diverse there's a very big range of different people with different ethnicities starting their businesses so what why do you think people are hesitant or there's a lack of support for black businesses alone um
1: i would say it's from this youtube video that i watched um and i think it really resonated with me because she said um she owns her own lip gloss company and she buy she decided to buy her first lip gloss base from a Black-owned business. And she ordered it. First off, it took a while before it came. Mm -hmm. And then even when it came, they were just being rude about it and everything. I think sometimes it's the reviews that some people might hear about Black businesses um, that maybe this person who had a Black business didn't treat me well or something. But at the same time, it's like you have to give Everyone a chance, and sometimes it's just the whole thought that some black businesses don't allow themselves to be put forth as much. Mm-hmm. I don't know in that further, but it's like I know a couple of small black-owned businesses on like Instagram, and they're not the face of their business. They use different races at the face of the business, so no one actually knows that it's a black-owned business. Yeah, and I think. I think that is sometimes a bit hurtful. Like, embrace you, let's see who actually runs the business. And it would motivate people like me, people younger, and even like future generations to see oh, okay, this black person, this black woman, or this black man can do this. I could also achieve this in my own time. Yeah. So I think it's very important.
0: Because even like the first ever female billionaire was a black woman. Madam cj walker and basically the tv show on it about how she started and it's called self-made it's on netflix netflix it's been out for a while but i'll definitely recommend to go and watch it honestly Madam cj walker is one of the amazing role models and it's played by octavia spencer also one of an amazing um actor you know she's amazing but I think it's also with the representation and what the displays are out there and what you touched on the point where you said where some people might not have the best experience with certain black businesses but that's not how every black business is you know we have all had a problem with online shopping where you know we've had an event like a birthday meal on the Saturday, we order on the Monday, we do next day delivery. And have we received that package and we're calling customer line and they're saying sorry we've lost your package, it's either we give you your money back or we give you a 20 pound um voucher. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a thing where with representation and also representation is very important. When children going growing up in you know in school, I can't remember the amount of times where I've heard about history, about, you know, people who have achieved, Black people who have achieved so many things. It's either the stereotypical things, as in music or sports, that's all you really see. <laughs> Whether there's Black yeah. people who have accomplished so many things in literature, and just in the business in general, there's so many Black people who have accomplished so many things. And I think it's just sad how, you know, Black people have to go out there and search for the history, search for these role models. All you hear about is really The slave trade and then you hear about the you know the pioneers who have achieved so many things i'm not trying to dim on anything that these people have done like people like martin luther king nelson mandela rosa parks and harriet temperament but there's people like madam cj walker why why aren't kids hearing about these things we've kind of went off on a tangent but basically what we (laughs) have to say is representation matters but what I will say is a lot of businesses profit and benefit off of selling things that selling things that are part of the black culture.
1: Do you, you know with the whole um, like Black Lives Matter and everything? I think influencers and YouTubers, um, mostly YouTubers, started a, like it's like a trend where they bought from black owned businesses they actually went to take like took our time and searched for them mm-hmm. at first I was like wow that is amazing you're actually supporting them you know but uh, at the same time like wait you type into Google and it comes up as a trend no it shouldn't be a trend it should just be buying from a business do you know what I mean it shouldn't come yeah. under a trend it should, it should be, be a, a normal like- thing
0: where you're blind for you're buying from a black owned business and oh my gosh you're doing such amazing thing you're doing such amazing work where someone has to promote it on their story but when you buy things from pretty little pretty little thing when you buy things from louis vuitton or gucci do you have to you know promote it and say oh yeah i'm doing a good deed i'm buying from there and i I think it's a perfect example of the white privilege and the white supremacy honestly And with that thing, I think people need to do more to support Black influencers, bloggers, entrepreneurs. Eventually, it will lead to more representation and become a bigger Black-owned business or a bigger ecosystem. Because I think it's a time where, really, when we're in 2020 and it's like, we're hearing, oh, first this, first that. It's really unacceptable, honestly. We're in 2020, you know, a few months and we're in 2021 and we're still hearing... Oh, the first ever Black to do this. It's not really acceptable. And it shouldn't become a trend where it's like, oh, now it's doing a good deed. I'm helping out charity if I support a Black brand or if I purchase from a Black brand. And also when I do say, you know, a Black brand, I don't just mean you have to purchase something. You can retweet a tweet. You can like a post. You can comment on a post. The little things matter and can motivate and can do a lot of things, honestly. Yeah. So I think us as people, we need to do definitely a lot more. And even before, it's a bit, it sucks and it's sad to see with the whole Black Lives Matter thing, where people finally thought that now it's actually an important thing. And now I should actually educate myself. And now I should try and support black businesses. When it should have been like that from the beginning, honestly. And it sucks that it became a trend because for me, I knew very, a few YouTubers who already used to do that before where they used to do like different in the beauty industry. I'm um, someone who's very prominent is Jackie Aina. I've always loved watching her videos and she's done. So I can remember she's done many videos of where she used brands, makeup brands that were black owned. And, you know, she did a whole YouTube video on that. So it just sucks. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. So do you think it's important to support black businesses?
1: I think it's very important because there needs to be diversity in everything that we do. Think about it, you wouldn't like it if you felt underrepresented. Even if you do, I think you starting your own business or doing something could make a change. Um, So definitely it would motivate others and just make other people like us still like growing and even people younger than us
0: to just have that drive and think- honestly i think it's important you know it only takes two minutes or even one minute or even 15 seconds to just simply like or comment or even you know promote the brand you can share on your story or you can tell somebody about a brand it's time we see a change and it's time we see more amazing black businesses getting the recognition that they deserve so what i would say is another topic that i wanted to talk about is on motivation and consistency When talking about entrepreneurship, I know it can be very hard starting from the beginning and, you know, you're struggling and you can see certain people doing certain things. But one of the quotes that I really want to say, as you guys know, I'm a quote fanatic. Please do not compare your own level one to somebody else's level 100. Numbers do not define you.
1: I think that's a very important point. That people need to think about. Okay. You start your own business, lashes, whatever. You cannot sit down and then look at a billboard and think, Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that it only took them a month to become like this and like that. Cause to be fair, all the biggest businesses, it took them a while. Frankly, misguided, um, and all those like brands that are now trending you would think oh when i like when i started to recognize them that was about 2 years ago but they've yeah. been there since like 2010 and you're only just recognizing them now it shows how like how much motivation you need and how you just have to keep on going little by little and i think there's a documentary about it on um is it channel 4 so they used to when they first started it was just four people that started the business literally, and then they started to go into the Apple store to put up misguided on every phone just so people would know about their brand and and then eventually they became a bit bigger, not like they had like their own headquarters. then other brands you know competition came about, and then they lost billions of money, yeah, and it's like if they got big and then they had the downfall. And now they're still going. They've probably made all their millions back. So it's definitely patience. Keep on going. Do not look at a big brand and think, oh, they probably got it easy because they probably did it. So you shouldn't be comparing your start as theirs because maybe when you get to how old their brand is, yours might be bigger.
0: Yeah. And I would also say this is something I need to listen to. It's a, it's a moment where I need to practice what I preach. But, you know, if you're a person like me who's like a perfectionist and when there's a mistake, you can't stop thinking about that one mistake. What I would have to say is you have to get out of of your head sometimes and just no time is perfect. That's how procrastination can happen. And then, you know, one year, maybe in 2018, you want to start this business. It's not 2020. That's only when you're starting the business because you're like, no, when the time is right, when the time is right. What Mm -hmm. I would say is start now and improve later.
1: Because nothing yes. is more
0: expensive than a missed opportunity. I can count so many times where I've been so scared to do something and it was an amazing opportunity and I see somebody else do it and I'm like, well, damn, that was yes. a missed opportunity. Like, wow, I had that idea. <laughs> so what I would say is keep going and really do not let numbers define you. Because with this thing with fame and just, you know, having a lot of intention on you, one thing I've realized, although it is nice, you know, to be recognized for the things that you do, it is nice, but don't let it get to your head and don't let that be the point of validation where you know that you feel like you're doing something good for yourself. You should always feel happy and feel good about what you're doing because numbers can, as quick as they come, they can go just like that, especially with this counseling culture and how people are, people are very wild and people can be very nasty. And you have to remember mm. and keep saying and remember your morals and values and remember why you started your business or why you started doing what you wanted to do. So guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope this episode was very insightful and very helpful on, you know, and it educated you on something that you didn't know about entrepreneurship, you know, so yeah is there anything you'd
1: like to say along um i would say it's absolutely been amazing spending time with you guys and i definitely hope that if you had thoughts of starting your own business or just been planning it you should definitely go for it and alongside that i would absolutely love your support so please follow us on instagram at alleged collection e-l-e-j with collection um on instagram and definitely check out our website, www.ledcollections.co.uk. And as well, if you wanted to be featured in our little um, Instagram blog, it's Aesthetics, um, Aesthetic Boss, but with an X in the middle of where the S is supposed to be. And you can definitely get featured on that as well.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I definitely encourage you guys, please, 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 go and support a ledge collection i'm telling you give it time and very soon it's gonna become one of those big businesses because the pieces <laughs> are amazing pieces honestly and the personalization is very unique and i would say you should definitely go for it so yeah don't forget to follow this connect or subscribe depending what platform we to the podcast on um Leave a review. Tell me what you would like me to improve on. Tell me something that you liked. Just have a conversation with me. Interact with me, and also rate the podcast so I know how much you like the podcast. You know, it would be nice. And follow us connect on Instagram, Twitter. You can also email this connect so you can have more of an input on the podcast. And maybe your answer can be featured on the next episode when I do the question of the week. All the information on the social media is in the description.